grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in. It is episode number six. We'll explain that a little bit more here in a second of jobbing out. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun, Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live, and nobody else. Um, nope. Not for not for now, anyway. Not for now at the moment. Like so. Here's the deal. Um, we've been alluding to this the last couple of weeks. And it is finally upon us, as you presumably know from uh, the interwebs, the main event himself, AJ Francis, the main event, vent, 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 AJ Francis, um, he's got himself a new job. Um, he's, 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 he's no longer an unemployed bum. That's right. No longer uh, <laughs> suckling off the teat. No longer a, uh, just a scrounge to society. He has decided to get himself a job again. Uh, yeah, AJ joined the WWE Performance Center this week. Uh, it was part of a group of Woo! six. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're excited for him. We genuinely are very excited. Yeah. Uh, joined Jake Sometimes Atlas. Sometimes it seems and, like we hate each other, but we actually do love him. Well, in fairness, we, we hate Aaron. We. Well, <laughs> We, you know. ju- we just hate Aaron. Uh, oh, <laughs> fair enough. No, no. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere here with that. No, no, that was that was yeah. the end of the statement. We just hate Aaron. Yeah. Um, no, look, we're obviously we're incredibly happy for AJ. There's no doubt yeah. about that. Um, and and we knew this was coming. Um, in fact, you know, I was actually really kind of pissed, and I I got to be careful. We better not say any mean things about WWE anymore. Um, <laughs> right. But I was actually kind of pissed that when they put up his bio about him signing, they completely ignored the fact that like he's been putting in the work. Um, yeah. They ba- yeah. I've had I've had multiple people ask me like, so was he wrestling at all? Yeah, that's really lame. That's at really least, at lame. At least throw in the fact that he trained at the 3D Academy. If you don't want to mention, you know, but they, you don't they don't, to, don't, he, they don't have to say and, sausage yeah. castle wrestling or whatever. Uh, other, they can just say. He's been working the independent scene the last couple of years. Like I actually think yeah. that's a huge disservice, and yeah. you know AJ's not here to speak for himself, and ne- nor would he say anything negative at all at the no. moment. But I was no, re- but he obviously puts a lot of value in that because you saw his Instagram stories of every right. moment and highlight yeah, of everything. Right. He's very proud of all that work, as he done, should be, he damn well should be. And I think it's yeah. part of his story. I think this is not. I, that's why it pisses me off is because I think, of, oh, WWE signed another football player. Cool. No, right. they signed a professional wrestler. Like, yeah. that's, that's and I'm I'm being defensive, but I can't believe you've gotten me to be defensive about my guy. God. Um, I'm being defensive about it because it really did. It really genuinely bothered me because it felt like that that was not giving him the validity that he deserves. And um, I'm pissed off about that because I do think that, as Brandon, you point out, it's a huge part of his story. 
um, as he joins WWE is that he has been busting his ass and taking this really seriously and genuinely doing the work. Um, like if, if you guys just appeal the curtain back a little bit, like the people that listen to the show, first of all, thank you very much. Second of all, second of all, second of all, why? (laughs) (laughs) Second of all, why you've got to have something better to do with your time, but, but no, really, no, go ahead, Brandon. We pick on AJ because of, um, we have a bit where we say he's in Iraq or whatever, because his audio quality sometimes is is bad on his end. The reason for that is because the only free time that this guy had to do our wonderful, amazing, not waste of a time show <laughs> is between was when he would be driving like two hours between yeah. where he lives and where he trained every fucking day, or where he was performing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of that. Like yeah. there was there was a yeah. lot of driving. And, and all of the above. The other, yeah. Here's the other thing, which I I can you know can say because I saw him tweeted out before. He's known about this for six months now. He's known he's going to WWE for six months now, and he still went out and was wrestling at a food truck festival. Right, correct. He was doing um, everything he needed and killing he himself. He did that fucking crazy hardcore yeah. match. Killing after himself, he- yes. yes, exactly right, doing matches like that. Yeah, I mean, we've been kind of dancing around it and alluding to it over the last couple of weeks and months um, because, yes, you know, like AJ has known this was coming for some time, um, and like, you know, he, we, we told you about it when he had the tryout, we talked about it. Um, you know, he had a great feeling after that point. Sometimes, um, you know, I think everybody's like this with their friends. Sometimes when your friend tells you something, you're like, okay, you know, like maybe there's a little bravado involved. Maybe there's a little bit of like, I'm trying to paint a picture that's better than it really is. But, um, can AJ's, we just say it? What? Can we just say it? Like, so AJ had his tryout. What was it? A couple of weeks after we were at WrestleMania. Maybe a week, two weeks, something like, like after yeah. we were. Yeah. yeah, he came out of the tryout and said, "I am going to get signed." And in fact, he even laid out the the timetable. Yep. He said they're not going to. He gonna, was one hundred percent. He said he said he knew when it was going to happen. They're not signing me this yep. cycle, but they're going to sign me for the next cycle. So and everything happened exactly the way that he thought it would. One hundred percent. So yep. you know we're all we're, we're incredibly proud of him. And now this is where it leaves us, right? Because initially my gut was, well, that's the end of AJ being on the show. And it might still be the case, unfortunately. That might still end up being the case. We don't, we don't have an answer yet, is all we can tell you at the moment. Um, there, there have been some indications that perhaps there's a chance that maybe AJ could still be involved in the show somehow moving forward. So we're going to get an answer uh, hopefully this week. We'll know. Um, he's not on, obviously, this show. Um, we'd love it if he could be back on. If not, um, I made the executive decision without talking to the guys. This is still AJ's show. Um, he's been a really important part of it. You know, Aaron and I started it, the two of us. How many episodes did we do before AJ was part of the show? We like, did for about a year. Before was it really a year? Part. Was that a fucking year? It was close. Year? It doesn't feel right. Um, God, how fucking long have we done this dumb show? Do, do you want me to tell you? Do you want me to tell you how long you've been doing this show? Yeah, <laughs> you've been doing this show so long that I have been on it for a year. Wow, for that over, is crazy. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Um, <laughs> ah, ah, well said, well said. This is my new favorite part of the show, which I is that when Aaron sounds like he's in Iraq. <laughs> that's my new favorite part of the Although, show. Although Aaron's going to WWE. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great if it worked out that way. Unfortunately, that's not the case. It's just because there's not great signal. Aaron, if you're there, try to chime back in. I have no idea if you are, if you aren't. Um, if not, try to walk somewhere else and see if it doesn't work out that way. 
Um, look, man, uh, he's still going to be part of, we're still going to leave him. You know, I, we, we, we had been working on, you know, wanting to get Brandon involved in the imaging in the creative and all that sort of stuff. And I didn't know if I wanted, I, I purposely delayed it cause I hadn't made a decision. I didn't, I wanted to know what was going on with AJ, but, um, I've actually decided that we're just going to leave AJ in everything, no matter what. Um, and whether or not you hear him on the show next week, this is going to be his show. This will forever be his show too. So um, we talk- and even if he's not on, oh, we, there we go. We will we, we, share stuff that we can from him if we can. Yeah, it's going to be a fine line, right? Of course, it's going to be a fine line. Um, but but that's the way it's going to go. Like we'll continue to have him. Uh, I've met with uh, I met with uh, Howie over the weekend. We're going to do some new creative. And um, we're gonna send. We're gonna talk. Migs is gonna work on some new imaging for us. And when all that's done, it will still include AJ because this show is also AJ's show. And um, he'll still be on the Twitter. He'll still be on all that stuff until he says he doesn't want to be. Right? Like if the, yeah. when I ran it by him last week, he was very happy with that because again, part of this is he's hoping that he'll be able to be. And yep. m- maybe it might be a few months. Maybe it's a hey, you know, one day down the road we can revisit that uh, type of deal. But we are not. You know, this is his show. So that's where we're at, and um, yep. we'll, we'll see when the next time is that we hear from AJ. But in the meantime, all we can say is we're, we're proud. I'm not remotely surprised. Um, all that dude has ever done is bust his ass. Um, and so go back to a kid living just outside of Baltimore that was getting on a bus every day to go to Gonzaga so he could try to pursue football dreams. Um, you know, like this, that's, I'm not remotely surprised. So um, awesome, awesome stuff to lead things off. Let's hit on a yes. few. Let's hit on a few things. Um, I tell you what we're gonna do is we're gonna do uh, SmackDown in segment number two. I do not have a guest scheduled for this week. Now that's been the pe- the case in the past, and something's popped up. I don't think we're gonna end up having a guest this week, so we'll do more of just a gen- general Raw recap in segment three. Yeah. Let's just hit some some headlines from the week. Um, I, Aaron, I just want to get a general thought on you from Raw, and then we'll talk about some of the other topics. For me, I thought you know, like the idea of forming a faction during a time in which you don't have a championship belt was is a great idea maybe yep. mm-hmm. maybe 3 weeks ago would have been a really good time <laughs> to do it because the truth is that moment at the end of raw you know like was the first eventful moment we've had on raw in weeks wait in, how you have dare to, you, you not call our truth no 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 it's a different thing it was it was brilliant it was a wonderful it was a segment moment. how dare you but i'm actually pissed about it because they fucking took our truth out of the Royal Rumble, which he should be winning because you've got your WrestleMania event, main event. And literally, I'm not kidding, the most work you've done to this point to suggest an opponent for Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania is our truth. But yet you took him right out of the match. That was, so, well, well, first of all, I want to talk about the, the first thing. So you, you have to acknowledge that the faction actually started, it did start three weeks ago or four weeks ago when it right. needed to. They're just fleshing it out and, I couldn't believe how great that was. Like the the whole execution of adding Buddy Murphy to this, like from start to finish, was yeah. so I can't even believe it happened. You know what I mean? Well, like, I think the fact that they had him sitting out there but, the whole time. But you after didn't his match. Yeah, but they didn't go do that with like. Did you really not think that that was going to something else? I don't know something else. I, I didn't know what the something else okay. was. Right. right. I mean, no, but no, but I'm saying, but that's good. It's so, yeah. Here's the thing. I don't care if it's like a like giant pull the carpet out from under me surprise. I care if it's good or not. And the fact that they, I just love the way that they did that. They didn't just do some dumb run in. 
you know, they had him sitting there. He did all the work of his, like, and it wasn't like, oh, yeah, we talked to this guy in the back, and now he's a part of the group. Like, it was, like, a thought-out progression of, like, this guy's dejected. He just lost to this same opponent for, like, the however many fucking times they fought. And, by the way, I will watch that match a hundred more times if they want <laughs> right. to do it because it was a phenomenal match. But um, it, the storytelling of it is, like, something we haven't seen from them in a while where they're actually okay and, and, and they're sort of painting seth rollins almost like the cm punk um type uh when, when he was doing the straight edge society thing sure. except without I, all the cringiness of it you know um at least so far and um <laughs> so wait, what, what, wait what what cringiness was there i love the straight edge society uh, there's a little bit of cringiness when it, when it would go full on into the like borderline religious like. Oh, I I, I had no problem with that. I loved that. I just uh, I, I kinda, thought it was some I, of the best heel work that WWE has yeah. ever produced in the past like 20 years. Yeah, what I, he did was great. I, I just didn't. I I don't. Whenever things start to borderline on like religion and things like that, well, it but gets Seth a Rollins is calling for... himself a messiah, right? I know. Right. So it's, it's border. It's already bordering on. But religion. it's not just Seth Rollins. They're they're ban- they're hammering it home. Sure, I, I understand. But I'm just saying, if you're saying that the straight edge society was cringy because of the religious overtones, do not be surprised if the yeah, AOP or, becomes the. I, and I think I think the better way to say it is the it's cultish. You know, like yeah. I think that's the better way of looking at it. It's not really a religion thing, but you're trying to create it as a cult. And in fairness, like I actually think that tends to be the best way to go about getting a faction because you're trying to portray yes. why it is. Yeah. And particularly, and this is gonna, I'll, I'll bring it back up. Until that moment, I thought the show, again, outside of the fun that was Brock Lesnar and R-Truth, it was very (laughs) bad. And not only was it bad, but it it played on the trope that I'm talking about, which is it's particularly bad because there's no title, because there's no purpose, because everyone is just fucking meandering around. Well, and because they knew, and listen, I'm going to finally, I think in the future we we should introduce a segment or, or so called like taking a W or taking an L. I'm going to take an L here and say that you are right that they phone these shows in whenever like the national championship or whatever is, is on the, oh, I, yeah. this is the first time where I fully felt that where I was like, okay, oh. I was like, why the fuck is this show? Cause it was positioned after a series of events in which you would think we would get some escalation and we didn't, we got like, Again, I'm not against half an hour matches and things like that. I think they, those can be great, but they but obviously doing were it doing that to of, fill time. Right. Yes, exactly. It, you, yeah, if you're gonna have a long match, you should do it for a reason, not. And 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 by the way, but I think um, you know, often when I'm talking about football with with someone, I, I you know, when you're talking about a team, like there there you know, there's a difference between a well-coached team that performs well and then talent just overperforming and saving the team. I think that main event was an example of that. Like that idea was terrible. The the whole thing wasn't that exciting, but then the talent yeah. sort of saved it because there was a lot of exciting spots. No, it was that, right. Like, it was, yeah, Kevin Owens very, running it was off highly the entertaining. Wall is one of the yes. coolest things I've seen. No question. So, highly yeah. entertaining, no doubt about that. But, yeah, the but idea. The, the way the way they built it up as a, a fist fight. Oh, awful. Be the second that they said that. But I also kind of, it also felt a little tongue in cheek. And that's the only thing that I appreciate about it is it also felt like they were also telling a story where, like, we know this is silly. We know this is yeah. silly. We are not trying to bamboozle you into thinking that we're doing something groundbreaking. 
we know how absurd it is that we're presenting that this is a fist fight, and so we're going to bash you over the head with it so you know the absurdity. Well, and as I keep telling I also you, think it, yeah, I also think it proves they listened to the show because I was shitting on the big show's finisher for like 20 minutes last week, and then they're like, ha, 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 we're going to make this a fist fight with the big show in yeah, it. Yep, they wanted, to, they wanted to fuck you. <laughs> By the way, when they, were, when they put our truth in the Royal Rumble, I definitely thought they were listening to the fucking show because you've got yes. your yeah. goddamn main event. Anyway. Um, but by the way, to add, no, well, I'll get to that in a minute. All right, uh, I, I do want to hit on a little bit. Well, I want to hit on some but, other um, things. So just give me Aaron your because Brandon and I can talk more about Raw in segment number three. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Fine. Then uh, then let's talk about the Brock Lesnar our truth thing. First of all, obviously the greatest segment in Raw in years. Other than because of course it was. Other than the insanity of them not putting our truth in the Royal Rumble. Other than that, they still yes. could. They still could. Well, here's the other thing, it's and a it's a bit it, right now. It it corresponds with with the a report that came out over the past week. And it might go back to what we were talking about last week is why the fuck is this happening? Why do they feel the need for someone to eliminate Brock to, to get the feud with it? And that's the fact that they're moving up the Saudi Arabia show. It's reportedly going to be in February now. Oh my God. Yeah, I saw that. So, so is the answer to why is this happening that, they want to set up something for Saudi Arabia. And is the answer our truth? Because the answer should be our truth. Well, the answer should be our truth to every question. That's the problem. Yes. Um, but is that the also way, the I answer love, to why I love is this Mo- happening? I love Mojo, but they should have let Paul Heyman win the 24-7 title. There. Yeah, it would have been great. I don't disagree with that. Um, two thoughts on that. One, I'm... It, I'm it, not that's, saying it's a good answer. It, I'm, and it, that's it, the problem. It, by like, the way, didn't this happen already like a, a year or two ago where they had a, a Saudi Arabia event like the week after the Royal Rumble? Like, no, this, the Saudi Arabia event has always been after Mania. Okay, yeah, but, but it right. was like a week later, right? No. Like, wasn't there, it, was, it, was, it was a couple weeks later. Yeah, because Saudi Arabia remember like when we were after. in New Orleans, we thought the reason they didn't give Roman Reigns the belt there because they didn't want booze and they would rather do it in Saudi Arabia where he'd be cheap. And then they crashed him through the cage. And right. Apparently yeah. that's how you win the match. Yeah. not... The whole Touching deal. The floor. Yeah. Um, right. So a couple of things that I would say back to that. No, one, no, it doesn't. Like, e- I, trust me, I love our truth, and I want our truth to, to be the greatest. Uh, of, if, of course, it's not. If the if, if if the if that was what they were doing, it would be neat. But like, it really. No. I can't believe I'm saying this. I, I'm not. This isn't shtick. It's the perfect WrestleMania story, and nobody wants to admit that it is. It's the perfect WrestleMania story. It, they just. And do you know why? Do you know why it's the perfect WrestleMania story? Because it legitimately, the place will fucking. Oh, it would be the, the you yeah. never you'd never see anything like it. it you would no, never you'd see never anything like see the reception. How, how big this crowd is yeah, going mean, to pop would if be they would do that? Absolute bullshit insanity if they were to do that. Now they're not going to. Um, no. I, I, there's no. You're going to keep coming back. To, there's no scenario that you're presenting, and this is why I'm still bothered. Is they they had another week to try to tell a story of why it is that Brock Lesnar is doing this. <laughs> And they're just ignoring it. They're just pretending like it doesn't exist because we've got our answer. There is no reason. There is no kayfabe reason why this is happening. The only reason is what we know, which is that they're trying to get to whatever it is they're doing next. And can we can we can we talk about like while we still have Aaron? Like I I have a clearer picture of what I think that is. But do you guys want to talk about what you think? Like. Where no, do I wanna, you I, 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 see I, I, this? I don't want. I want to say that because we only have Aaron for another fifteen minutes or so. So I just okay. want to, and we got a couple of things we got to knock out. Yeah. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So um, look, I, 
it was a cool segment. Obviously, it was a cool segment. Yeah. Um, R-Truth is a genius. I mean, I, I, I hope that one day people will understand why it is that from... How how long? Six years is that we've been doing this show for? Six years. It's not a bit. It's not shtick. Yeah. I, when I say five, that, we're we're coming up on our five year anniversary. It's only five years. I thought. We yeah, should. we started we started right before WrestleMania twenty fifteen. All right, fair enough. We need to get our truth on the show for the fifth I've, year I've, anniversary. I've been episode. I've been working on that for some time. I don't want to talk about it. Um, <laughs> it, it just bothers me. Um, two thoughts. One being that like the, I. This was never about shtick. I think a lot of people think that when I say some of these things, it's just me doing shtick to have something to keep going back to. And, like, yeah, maybe it is, right? Like, no, I've not really... There's a part of it that's exaggerated, but but the base of it is real. This all started... that My obsession with R-Truth all started when I said from the get-go, we need to accept that R-Truth is wrestling. It's the greatness of why it is that I watch. Because he's not a joke. He's a performer, and he's a fucking genius. He's brilliant. He's a brilliant fucking performer. And we need to respect that. And I hope that we'll get there. And I, when I say it's the perfect WrestleMania thing, yes, it's in part because it's, it'd be wildly unexpected. But it's also that we would love it because we genuinely love our truth Because we genuinely love the character. We genuinely love Ron Killings. We genuinely love all of it. And it would be amazing. So I hope that that comes around. But this, the flip side of it is as great it's as... It's not going to come. Well, obviously it's not going to come. But as great as that segment was, it still leaves another week of your your champion is meandering and there's no championship. There's no prize at the end of the day that any of these people are competing for. And I, I just can't get over that. It's almost why they have to make it a cult in order to have a – why do we need a faction? Why would anyone ever need to be a faction if there's no championship to pursue? If there's nothing to try to accomplish, why do you need to have people to work with? And that's why you you essentially have to make it a cult at that point because it, you got there's got to be something that's bigger that people are chasing after. It's it's exceptionally glaring when you had that uh, Orton Styles McIntyre match, which right. presumably should have been a number one contender match. Sure, absolutely, <laughs> should have meant something. And instead, like they essentially just said, Drew McIntyre is like, well. There's no reason for this, but what do you say we fight? <laughs> like, it's just where we're at. All right, uh, let's talk about some of the other headlines from wrestling this week, just because I have you. Um, uh, one, before we move on from WWE, uh, uh, we'll still continue to do Match of the Week. We probably won't do a great job of keeping track of it. Somebody text uh, AJ what our choice is for Match of go. the Week. Um, I believe there is one choice this week. I think it's unbelievably obvious what it is, but I'll listen to you guys. I think there's two possible choices. Uh, I'm, as long as it's the same two, I would listen to that. Okay, I think that it would be the Fatal 4-Way match at NXT. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love the Alistair Buddy match. Okay, you know, that's, you're, both, you're, you're, you're wrong about it. They're both great matches, but the, there's two. There's two that you can choose from, but there's one correct answer. Tyler Bate and Jordan Devlin is oh oh yeah okay yeah okay I, I, I obviously that. Yes. that that was oh, the man, match I need to watch, need to watch that, that was phenomenal. you're, you're right. insane for having not watched it yet Tyler Bate Jordan Devlin is was phenomenal 100 is 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 going to be in the conversation for match of the year um, it was fucking brilliant now the tag title match was also really good. Um, I would, I would argue that that actually probably ended a little bit too quickly. I think that that probably still had like 15 minutes worth of story to tell. Like it was, it was incredible and kind of came to a quick end, but Tyler Bate, Jordan Devlin, 
for a show that I was watching distracted, I was doing the thing that I do anymore where like I watch a distracted show. I literally sat jaw fucking agape watching the rest of that match. Tyler Bate is the future of wrestling. I've been saying that for years and years and years, and he showed exactly why in this match. I think that, it, you know, sometimes people forget because he is the tag wrestler and, and stuff. Uh, he's amazing. He was amazing. Jordan Devlin showed up. I think he was, he, you know, I knew he was good. I didn't know he was that good. Um, it, it was phenomenal. 100%. Yes, I, I had forgotten that from my head. I was thinking just NXT Raw SmackDown. 100%. And obviously, I mean, like, it wasn't as if, you know, it, the, the, the takeover Blackpool was not terribly eventful. Um, I don't watch NXT UK every week, so I'm not the person maybe to speak to it. But, like, you know, it all set up at the end. They had a moment with, um, you know, Imperium and uh, Undisputed, Undisputed Era. Era to set up for Worlds Collide. So, like, that was fine. Um, Gallus, our tag champs, very cool. Uh, Kaylee Ray holds on to the belt. I assume that means Tony Storm is probably done in NXT UK, right? Like, that's – I can't fathom they're, – They're sharing, you know, the NXT UK and NXT regular – sharing so much i don't know for well, I'm not sure. but. yeah i'm not sure if you heard worlds are colliding it's nxt totally. versus nxt uk totally. it's the only time all year where you might <laughs> see these two brands compete against each other yeah that's the only time i mean i, I how dare you say that right there's the, been no nxt uk people uh, yeah on nxt on all. nxt ever right. you're right all right, um, uh, just because we got you, so let's talk about the Tessa stuff. Um, obviously, it was an eventful weekend as <laughs> yeah. she sends out what I thought was largely an innocuous tweet. And Until. Yeah, all hell breaks loose. Well, it, was, it was innocuous, but it also was like, oh, you, you know, it, it almost came off as a, you know, People didn't support me in the past. Now they are, and look what's happening, type thing. But yes, overall, is she the most on un- is she the most unself-aware person on the planet? Yeah, like I if mean, you, knew you did all this stuff to people, like how dare you tweet that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think there might be a, a res- like a, a reasonable response to say something along the lines of you know, uh, she she probably wasn't thinking big. Like it was probably nothing more than just a moment and a tweet. Like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I. Whatever the point is, we all know that a hundred wrestlers responded and all said, "No, you're a you're an asshole. Like you're a <laughs> you're a yeah. really bad person." So and then she won the TNA World Title. Yeah, obviously. Impact? We, how dare you? Yeah, Impact uh, World Title. Impact. So so we had Sammy on last week on the show, and um, yeah, Sammy was I was only li- I was a little bit disappointed in the conversation. Unfortunately, none of the other boys were able to make it. Um, Sammy stayed largely in character. Like kept trying to talk more about. Um, the story and the impact, and he was really trying to stay in character um, right. and and avoid having much of a bigger picture conversation about it. And like now, in hindsight, <laughs> I wonder if it's because you know he might also think that Tessa's not that great of a person and doesn't like. I couldn't help but wonder that afterwards. Um, I, I'm not. This was clearly their plan all along, so I I don't know that that. They they should have gone a different direction uh, based on what had happened on social media for forty eight hours. But well, how how tone deaf is it whenever you try to make this big inclusion statement and you do it with apparently the biggest bully ever for those the people that feel marginalized? 
You know, like, like you've got. I mean, they didn't. They didn't expect her to tweet this thing out, and if they hadn't, it would have been a great moment. But what I'm saying is, how does nobody know? I mean, they did. They knew. Everyone knew. That's what I'm saying. There were so many fucking people that came out, and these weren't like nobodies. Like these are real people that obviously have expressed this before. So there's no way that no one in that organization knew, and they did this, and you're like. Wait, what? Like, like you know, I, it just it just blew my mind that she does still really won blow, anyway. Does it really blow your mind though? I mean, this is like oh, because of impact, be, right? No, 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 because of anything. Let's not pretend that everyone who's ever been involved in a feel good storyline is oh, a great person. That's so fair. like the the idea that they you know, I I would assume plenty of people at Impact did know about her and. Either feel a should change how or dare, b it doesn't how really dare matter. dare you, by the way, say that, that Lacey Evans is America? How dare you, you son of a bitch? <laughs> oh, get exactly my point. Um, so, like, look, if if it hadn't, if you hadn't tweeted that, then none of this really matters, right? So, like, as far as you know, I can't believe they did it. Well, you know what? I'm pretty sure any wrestling company would do that because, to, you know. Obviously not a very good person, but a she's a star. She is a star now. Oh. This might hurt her star. But before this happened, before yes. this happened, I was literally about to come on this show and say, I've never really watched Impact, but I watched a couple of those segments and was like, holy shit! Like yeah. this person should be on WWE. Yes. And why isn't she? And now I feel like we kind. Of By the way, the there answer. have there have been some reports that that's the that's, other thing. Yes, there's that, a reason that that maybe. she the reason why she's not that WWE chose not to sign her is because they right. they were aware of the well, issue. Not, this. I, I feel like it w- it wasn't necessarily this specifically, but the, I mean so, some of the things that it's one of the reasons she lost so early. Because remember, we were a little right. surprised she lost in the first. Oh, round, absolutely. Which is basically she carried herself as an asshole. Was it wasn't Chelsea Green the first one to say? Was was that the first one? Uh, she was one of them. I don't uh, there, remember there what order. Yeah, but she was, was one. one. Of them. Isla Dawn was one. Yeah. There, yeah. there. Um, obviously, you know. Look, the person um, she actually said it to. I don't know that. It, I don't know that it really matters for Impact either. And I'm not meaning that as a shot to Impact. I mean it as like this. They, as much as they were trying to portray Tessa as a star, they were also clearly trying to get attention from just having a female in a championship match and as champion. Right. They and they st- told a brilliant story in doing it, where before Saturday, people were clamoring for this. They had done a brilliant job telling the story. Absolutely. Yeah, I wa- six even months. I watched the segments, and I can't tell you I've seen Impact ever. Now, and I, I watched those it's, segments. It's also the same company that's doing uh, Rob Van Dam threesome segments. You know, like... <laughs> like, like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a fine line between, like, saying they're really progressively like pushing the business forward when at the exact same time they're really they're legitimately doing rob van dam in bed with two naked women like that's an actual thing they're doing um like it's something for everybody yeah i mean it's a real really weird line but they got a lot of attention far more attention than impact's gotten but basically anything other than you know since matt hardy at this point yeah since hardy how much Um, uh, how much longer do we have aaron just a couple uh, of minutes. Yeah, so about I'll, eight minutes left in the second. Do, so. do you want to talk about the Triple H thing? The tri- Triple H. Not, uh, not page? really. No, because I, I, it's weird. I, I think there's. I mean, just, it wasn't. I, I, I didn't. I don't think it was I didn't smart. Hear it completely in context either. So, I watched the whole um, interview. It's. It doesn't. It's not great. <laughs> it's it, not it's, as bad as I think everyone. But I mean, she was it's offended not good. and. 
people yeah. were speaking out, you know, no, it's not a good look. People right. like the Bella twins and, um, was it, uh, who's the other people, a, a significant amount of women on the roster or alumni who have power. I, yeah, I think Beth might've tweeted something out. There were, yes. As well, they should, they absolutely should do that. And it was, that was lame. I agree. Uh, I do. Let's talk about Marty Skrull. Um, ah. He's he's going to stick with Ring of Honor, but he's apparently also going to be allowed to do just about anything else. He's running the joint. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's yeah. So there's question on if he's head booker or just a major part of the booking team. It sounds probably not much of a difference, honestly. But yeah, he, he signed this contract. It said that it was going to be major money, comparing it to WWE main roster money. Uh, obviously, he's part of the booking team and he will be able to do other shows, which is something Ring of Honor has not allowed their uh, wrestlers to do for the most part uh, to the point where, you know, Adam Cole couldn't wrestle at MCW when they wanted him to. Uh, so, yeah, he'll be able to do uh, NWA like he's still N- NWA or MLW a- NWA. He'll be able to do New Japan. And there's even a question on if he could do a, you know, guest appearance on AEW. That one I don't believe right now. I'll believe it when I see it. But who knows? Um, uh, good for Marty, though. Yeah, good he for had Good for yeah, Marty. I think it's a bigger, you know, I, it's funny because when we when we first got the news, I thought it was a real, like, it was a bad sign for AEW. Now, that's followed up by AEW getting the news that they've been picked up through 2023 um, right. by TNT. And you presume that's a better overall deal. We don't know mm-hmm. that yet, but you presume it's a better overall deal than what they were starting with. Right. So it it's certainly not a sign that things are dire for AEW. But this was the first, like, free agent that everyone assumed was headed to AEW. And when it didn't happen, I couldn't help but scratch my head. Like, how, if, if AEW is in a good place, how could any scenario be better than going to AEW? Well, you know, if you're Marty Skrull and you've got the option to continue to be a big fish in a small pond while also being able to swim in every other pond... okay you know like you can sell me on that being a better scenario somehow that it's just that you can make the choice that i'd rather do this than just go to one place um and not have the option to do some of these other things and and this is you know agreed big uh it's also big for us i've been looking at it more on the ring of honor side where this is the first guy in a while whose contract has come up in ring of honor who's been you know heavily we know recruited by several different companies and has decided to stay in Ring of Honor. Now, they had to give him an unprecedented type of deal. Right. But they got it done, and, it, you know... I also don't company, understand if you're Ring of Honor why you're not more inclined to give... Outside of, like, the booking thing, right? Like, outside of that, because that... Yeah, why you're not... And, and I think that they've learned. I think that like, they've learned. I think that this past year has been a real wake-up call for Ring of Honor. If you want to keep your talent, you're going to have to let them go to Japan. You're going to have to let yeah, them yeah. do these things. You're not... You, there's... There's no well, Japan, Japan. They always let them do to an the, extent. To an extent, yeah. right? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Like, do either one of you? Do you guys think that WWE pursued him? Oh, yes. We, we know that one hundred percent. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they absolutely. But, but it always, if he was going to go somewhere, it always made more sense based on who his, you know, his colleagues right, are, based AEW. on who his friends are, that he was going to go to AEW. It always made all the sense in the world that that would be where he would go. Um, and maybe AEW just has to rethink more. You know, like the fact that AEW, we always assume that AEW is going to figure something out with New Japan, right? Like, we yeah. always figure that out. And the fact that we're still sitting here and you have some guys, you have Jericho and you have Moxley and, you know, like it's it's worked for some guys, but not, for, they've got to get that figured out. Like, they're, yep. they're going to have to figure that part of it out in at least until they figure out a way to do house shows. 
until they're in a place where you can make really good money just working for AEW and doing nothing else, this is going to be an issue for them too that they're going to have to figure out. Like they've got to get this thing straightened out so it's not just hey the guys that can, you know, hold it over your head, well all right, fine, we'll acquiesce. It's going to have to be more consistent that like yeah, we want to develop you as our talent, but we recognize we're not sending you to McCungie on Saturday night. And so by the way, we have the news of the second AEW television show. Yeah, I'm curious to see what Which is that, that just going to be dark thrown on television or That would be my guess right now. If it's another real show, I would be very wary of that cuz that seems crazy to put a second show on this quickly. My yeah, guess they, is that it's they're just going to throw on dark basically. And this is part of the new 5-year deal with TNT. Right. Yes, correct. Th- yeah. That was announced basically yeah. 30 minutes ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and look, I, you know, that's that's good news for them. Again, we don't know the financials of it, but based on the financials being essentially nothing on the the original deal, yeah. you have to. They assume. wouldn't sign a three year deal, right? If you have it to wasn't assume something good for them. Exactly, five, right? Five. I thought it was through twenty twenty three. Oh no, you're right. Yeah, dynamics through twenty twenty three. I got confused with the five in the year. Um, <laughs> all right, the five in the year. Yeah, that well, one. you know, your eyes just do things. All right, uh, Aaron. Anything else that you wanted to hammer home before um, uh, uh, we we depart with you? Or well, you're gonna stick around for segment number two. I'm sticking you're around gonna... for segment number two. Okay, you're but, gonna stick uh, around for segment that, number yeah, two. Yeah, that was that was the big thing. I think that you know, I just kind of hammer home the point. I I think it's been a bad year for Ring of Honor. They desperately needed a win, and that was a win. I'm fascinated to see exactly what form this booking like takes. Uh, no doubt. All right, very good. When we come back in, we will talk about uh, the week that was on SmackDown, and we'll save the rest of Raw and everything else for segment number three of the show. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And uh, we love the main event. This is Jobbing Out. If it's happening in Baltimore sports and beyond, it's happening on Glenn Clark Radio. He is Mr. Trey Mancini. Thanks for having me on, guys. Glad to be back on. Ravens linebacker Matt Judon. Appreciate it, y'all. How y'all doing? He is Ravens kicker Justin Tucker. Thanks for having me. Adley Rutschman. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. Coach Mark Turgeon. You bet, guys. How you guys doing? Joe Burrow. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Marlon Humphrey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Coach Mike Loxley. Thanks for having me on. Baltimore's own Javante Davis. Thank you. I appreciate it. The great Ray Lewis. Always good to be home. What's up, fellas? Hey, what's going on, Ed? Hey. Glenn and Kyle are live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon, and archived anytime. Watch Facebook.com slash PressBoxSports and listen to PressBoxOnline.com slash radio. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton. All right, boys, let's talk a little bit about uh, SmackDown from this past week. Um, I, Aaron, you were not here for this conversation last week. I, I did not have any interest in us pivoting to the Miz and Morrison. It does nothing for me. I don't, I don't, I don't know how that's something that makes sense after everything you've done with the Miz for the last year. I didn't walk away from Friday night finding myself saying, damn, I was really wrong about this. I need more of the Miz and John Morrison in my life. This is no knock on John Morrison, who I think is fine. I just... I don't think this is the the best way that you can go about using the Miz, and I didn't feel any differently about that after seeing it in action on Friday nights. And I mean, Aaron, Aaron, my part, my point on this last week was that without this, I think that leaves the Miz sort of in a ditch somewhere currently, and which, this keeps yes. him sort of alive until they can do something more relevant. By the way, that's a problem too. Like the, yeah. the notion that here's, those are your two options I, I, is a I big problem. I agree with both of you. I agree with both of you in that I, I do. I mean, look, we were talking this time last year that 
oh man, Miz is getting involved with Shane, which should lead to like a title shot at SummerSlam. Like that's where Miz should be right now. He's not though, for whatever reason, they don't know what to do with him. So as it's kind of a Kickstarter, get some heat back on Miz, do something. I'm not against this, you know, as a, let's see, you know, something to do through WrestleMania, maybe a little bit longer, see where it goes. Can I ask you guys a question? Do you, do either of you think that, that, because you bring up a good point, like you don't do all of that stuff with him if you don't have, if you're not trying to build him up, right? Like why do you, you shouldn't do that. (laughs) Why do you put him (laughs) over on Shane McMahon after this long you didn't put him over on Shane McMahon. That was oh, the, the problem. Oh, wait. He lost the WrestleMania. Yeah, he did. He lost at WrestleMania. He lost the rematch. Shane won that feud. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I totally forgot that. Which, again, problem. <laughs> right. Well, well. The, the other thing is, is like that, that was the big turn, right? Because he was a heel until that feud. Yes. Like, that was the feud that turned him face, which made you think, oh, okay, they're finally ready to get, because they had turned Daniel Bryan heel. They're ready to turn him babyface. It, it all makes sense. And then he can get the big title push that he... I think everybody agrees not only on screen because he's good, but because he's been a loyal soldier and has done every single thing they want him to. He deserves both backstage and on screen. And you I would know, say more important. There's guys that you say deserve things backstage that on screen you're kind of like, eh. And this, in his case, he deserves it on both sides, right? right? Um, and then... I he think, lost to Shane. He lost to Shane, and everything went to hell. Well, well the question I was going to ask you before I was dumbfounded remembering that he actually lost those matches is that do you think that there was a plan to make him one of the main baby faces and Fox was kind of like, eh, he's no. not? No, okay. because cause his stop happened, I think, before Fox really got invested in also, that It was kind of right before that. It though. would, it would really? also be really dumb for Fox to not be interested in having, like, the mid- because he's somebody that, like, has some brand appeal. Like, and, if, and if Fox if Fox wasn't interested in him, he would have just been on Smack. He would have been on uh, Which would have made more no, sense no, 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 anyway. No, no, no. Consider- I mean, as, like, a focus of the show. Like, if they right, said, but, yeah, our, but, our, our, saying, we're going to okay, focus fine. on then this guy. To, then we're going to focus on him on Raw. Which makes more sense considering his show is on the USA Network. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> Like, like this is. I, look, man. Again, I, I, I feel like I'm being too negative about something. I'm, as I said last week, I'm sure this will be fine, and that's exactly what I, it's all fine. Like everything we always say. You know, I know AJ's not here, unfortunately, but like we're all gonna be dead soon anyway, so whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's fine. It's all fine. The, the, Aaron, Aaron, the, the the conversation last week was this is where our big difference of opinion is. I think this is actually really good, and I think it can get the Miz back on track and build him back into the main event by having a couple of five-star matches with New Day and by... But, but they you know, had a- him in that area. Like, they didn't <laughs> need this to get him there. They did the work to get him to that point, and then it didn't but happen. Who would his partner have been? I, he didn't need a partner. I, I do think they needed... He's, you know, they haven't done anything with him in six months other than feed him to the, uh, the Fiend nonsensically. Like, they did need something to really kick start him to get him back to that level. And as long as this is a relatively short-term, short-term meaning six months or less, I have no problem with it. Because we've always talked about how Miz is so much better when he's with somebody else, whether it's a tag yes. team partner, whether it's with a lackey, well, whether did, it's with I, Maurice, whether I, it's somebody. I think he's you're, so much better. I think you're that. saying that specifically about heel Miz. 
Hume's yeah. is good in that area. I don't think but, but, Face, but Face Miz. Miz was never good, and that's part I, of. The oh, I disagree. Mm-hmm. I think Face Miz was actually when very was strong. He never good. Now, what I would agree with is with that Shane. Yeah, he was that's great. That's it, though. Everyone's but they didn't Shane. give him Everybody anything more Shane. from there. He no, was hot, he was and they just said, you know, here's called boogers moving forward. Like they, they just ended that. They had something hot. They did all the work, and then they said, nah, fuck it. We don't really give a shit. Um, which is sort of they wanted Shane to put over because, Kevin Owens because well it, it, everything was always more it was always more about Shane than it was about anybody else which is yes. the, the heart of the problem of what's gone on for the last year in professional wrestling that we were focused on fucking Shane McMahon by the way of, I did remember the the bit it's it's Elias that says it <laughs> he said it in two or three of his songs uh, oh called, yeah called yeah, out yeah. how bad the Shane stuff was yeah yeah it's been awful. Uh, like we couldn't remember who it was. Yeah, when that's we right. I do, I do remember. Somebody, I do remember that now. He had a little. He had a, a nice little line in one of his songs that said, um, "Like Shane McMahon's the last, the worst thing we ever saw. Send his has the raw but, or something." But like I that. would, I would, I would say it's twofold. I, I would say one, Miz has always been better as a heel than he's been as a face because more often he's been a heel than he's been a face. Like, and he's been very he's good also, at he's it. He's had some bad face runs. Yes, he also really has had some bad face runs. runs. So I agree with that part. But I would also say specifically when you say he's better with somebody else, I think he's been better with lackeys than he has been with a tag team partner. Well, I, don't, I don't know more that of a that's... Partner. No, that was more of a lackey, but specifically, yeah, it was specifically you have Miz and, Miz and Morrison was fantastic. I yeah. think Show, Show Miz was fantastic. It was fine. I mean, I that's I don't think that was his best. I think it was fine. No, it wasn't It wasn't his best, but again, like well, he does best. he does his best work, I think, when he has someone to play off of. Aaron, whether that's... Well, well, Aaron, what I brought up last week was that Miz and Morrison was what led to his big yes. push to begin with. Yes. That's that's the only reason he won the WWE title to begin with is because of what they did with Miz and Morrison. Got organically popular on the internet with the dirt sheet and with all the things they were doing. They had to use him because the cra- they were popping crowds. And it was it was they sort of forced their hand. There was no what there was they didn't really have anywhere to go at the time as far as creating like something that anybody cared about against John Cena. I mean, I don't know if you remember I, I those think, days. I think like, that's a that's a. Yeah, I, think I think that's, that's a, a little bit. I think it's yeah, a that's a little bit. But you're right that the Miz was floundering for his first probably two years in WWE until they partnered him with Morrison. The you know they didn't know what to do with him. He was still extremely raw, and that what that changed everything for the. It Miz. was the Miz Zach Ryder was thing. great. It was exactly the same. It was like they had this online thing called the. Dirt no, because they were they were pushing them on. T- it was a little bit different. The dirt sheet was and the dirt sheet wasn't all. It was also on. ECW, it was on, you know, a few other things. Um, it wasn't on the main roster because they were on ECW at it, the time. So they, they always wanted to do something with The Miz. So it's a little different from Zack Ryder. And, it's a little but, different, yes, but it didn't, It got over way bigger than anyone thought. It definitely sparked his career, basically. That was really the start of The Miz being The Miz and not just, you know, The Miz the wrestler and not... Miz, who has a job because he used to be on the real world. By the way, I do have to say, I also, John Morrison is about 500,000 times better than he was when he left WWE. Well, yes, he was the worst uh, as far as charisma goes. He was so good on the mic in that segment. Yes. Maybe it's because my expectations were so low. Well, it's also been, it's it's been like, bring me back down to earth if I'm crazy. I I gotta be honest with you, I did not feel as strongly about it as you guys did. I did not. No, no, Miz was terrible, though. He, he, He was... I don't know what happened to the Miz, but he screwed up that whole segment. Yeah, I, I uh, didn't. But but Morrison was great. I mean, I was again. It could be the lowest expectations yeah. type thing. 
I was shocked. Like I was like, holy shit, I don't even remember this guy talking. Like, yeah, no, he was he was really bad when he left. And while I don't think he's a, a you know wonder on the mic right now, he's certainly it's been what seven eight years since he's been in WWE. Yeah. So yeah, he's gotten a lot better. Um, and also that now that leads into my other issue. Um, <laughs> as soon as they're not facing New Day, they're total faces. And that's that's going to be the other thing. That move that um, John Morrison hit on Big E, that is not a heel move. <laughs> that's the, what, what that parkour flip landing on his feet. Like, yeah, it looks yes. cool. I agree. That looks cool. You're right about that. Uh, I mean, yes. but that was the, that's the thing, though. As soon as they're not against New Day, like who's going to keep them heel? I mean, I think you could find you know, look, no. like I said, I, I, I think that but this I, is legitimately a WrestleMania thing. So, yeah, all right, you know, and, you, and you can you can mix things up after WrestleMania. Whether and, it's and you agree with me, this is the WrestleMania match, and that's fine. I just wish better for the Miz. I'm going to come back to that. Sure, I don't, this is not yes. better to me. This I'm is I'm going to not... be AJ and say, what is better than facing the New Day at WrestleMania? Are you <laughs> no. saying that the New Day are um, not I have no, talent? That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying specifically <laughs> for the Miz, I will forever wish better because yes. I think that he's better than just being put into a tag team for the sake of we don't have anything else for you to do right now, so we're just going to do this. I'm going to um, make a bold statement. I'm going to say by the time we get to Wrestle, what what WrestleMania is this? 36? This is 36, so yeah, 37 and presumably L.A. By the time we get to WrestleMania 37, Miz will have already won a world title or will be fighting for the but world that, title. But Brandon, uh, he just fought for the world title two months ago. So, like, that's not, you know, like, I, 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 I this has not been, a real feud, not just a yeah, not just the, here you go. Not the, like, I mean, this is I, part of Daniel Bryan. Let's be honest about what that that's was. Not that, but, again, you're doing two things. That's not that bold of a claim, because The Miz has been a title picture guy for fucking, a fucking decade at this point. So, like, at any point, they could move him. They don't need to do anything in order to, to I mean, put in Miz... a Kofi-Daniel Bryan way. Like, he'll be the focus to win the Bra- title. Brandon is, Brandon is saying that this is not a, for the next year, we're putting Miz and Morrison together. I, no. this is I think this is a longer-term yeah. plan. Right. That's yeah. again twofold. I don't. I don't disagree that that it's true that it's not a long term plan. But secondary, I don't think that it requires this in order to do the other thing. I didn't need the Miz well, and Morrison. Why not? Why, why does it have to be what we need? What if we just want to see this? I if think this is going to be a great that's match. Fine. I'm not. Think- I'm not. I am less interested in it than you guys are. Clearly, I have not. I do not have the warm fuzzies about Miz and Morrison that you guys do, and that's fine. Like that's just where we are. But the secondary part of it is, my opinion is not that this is going to suck. It's only that I want more for The Miz. That's it. I think this leads to more for The Miz. And I think that you can get more from The Miz whether you do this or not. This is unnecessary. I I think, you know, I'm I'm, I'm The Miz guy, and I think that what they've done with him over the past eight months has damaged him. I don't think that if you were looking for, you know, you couldn't, I mean, you could but put they've him in damaged match, Randy but you, Orton you and just turned right around and put him right back in the middle of the picture. There are some guys that just go through shit for a little while, and then you walk out of it, and when they walk back into the arena, you remember that's who that guy is. And Do I don't know. This if, was I, internal... I don't know the Miz is that guy. I don't you, know. That I he's not. First I have all, no idea where that, that would guy. come from. That's Second insane. of all, I, do you guys? Let me ask you guys a question. Do you think that this is an, inter- an internal struggle? what to do with him because of the reality show? Like, do you think that this sort of misfire face run was a reaction to the popularity of the show and some kind of struggle backstage about, 
whether he should be a face or a heel or whether he, quote unquote, that phrase we always love to hear, doesn't need a championship, quote unquote, that we hear about so many guys. Do you think that is what's going on is that the Miz can be his own thing? It's popular and they're struggling with what to do with him because he's such a face because he's a popular reality I TV star? I think all of the above. I think it checks every box. I think there's a bunch of stuff that goes on there. Yeah. I think that, that yeah, like at first they started the show while he was a heel, and it's an awkward thing to try to drive people to watch a show if he's a guy, like, we, we're we trying to tell you that you should hate this guy, but now watch his show. Like, that's a really tough thing to do. So Usually, if, if the reality show is dry, and this is what I, I can't quite figure out, if the reality show is driving this in that big of a way, why the hell is he on Fox? No, I mean, all of this is fair. It's all because fair. Because it's all connected. I mean, it, 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 but, WWE's but interests like, it, are connected. I, I understand that, but it's, it's just very strange that we, you know, we're, we're going through this. And I think it's a reasonable question to ask is how much of the, you know, this because of the reality show. And yet he's on the wrong channel. It's, By the it's way, very I, weird. It is weird. And let me point out one other weird thing about all of this. If you go back and watch their segment, like this whole segment from front to back, I think maybe it was separated by a short backstage thing or whatever. But everything they did with Miz and Morrison in the story they're telling, that is not a heel story. Like the only thing heel about it is who their opponent is. In, at the moment, yes. At the moment. Now, but, I mean, the it, whole story now hang on. That's not true. Because this and then this guy's I mean, like, helping. Like that's all but, good. But he did straight there's out. There's nothing dastardly about anything. Well, I disagree. He did straight out attack Kofi to start this. Like that. Well, that No, no. But but the way they explained it was not heelish. It was like fine. the fiend right. screwed him up. Yeah, and I'm he's really messed up because, of, it. It, because yeah. of his family. And, right. like, emotionally none of, a wreck attack, though, isn't necessarily faceless either. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It's not. It's tweener. But I'm just saying, like, if they're trying to, like, I still see this as, like, as soon as their New Day thing is over, this is, like, back to face territory. Unless there's some team, like, unless he beats up Otis there's, or something. You know by what the I mean? way, there's like, also, go, going off of the Fiend thing, there's also an interesting thing going on where the Fiend is chasing, is changing the affiliation of everybody he faces. Yes. Well, wait, you know what? And I don't I, know if that's intentional or not. But literally everyone who faces the fiend changes from heel to face or face. Oh no, it's a hundred percent intentional. At least right now, until until they can't keep track of it anymore. Right. But they, they keep mentioning it on TV a thousand times. So there's it has to be intentional, or they wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like right. they're driving so that story that's home. Definitely part of this. Then. Or they're trying to justify things that have happened that they didn't Happening. originally plan for. Yeah, re- retrospectively. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's also like possible. It started well. with Seth, which wasn't intentional. Well, right. No, then, it started with Finn. They didn't turn Finn. I mean, Finn, the, the Fiend didn't Finn was turn. a face. He faced the Fiend. The next time he showed up, he was a heel. But that was post-Seth Rollins, and, and they didn't it? And they didn't address it in any way that it right. was no, related they didn't to it. I, I know, and yes, no, and that's so why Seth I'm saying Rollins I don't know. Seth Rollins was really the first it. one that we saw, and then they can right. say that about Finn because they did it. it right. But Seth Rollins was the one that the fans turned on, turned and then on they him. used as an excuse right. to turn him well, and, and, and then they just kept going, which is great. That's but what no, it, do. it does it does feel to me like at this point it's more of a, hey, we just couldn't help but notice this thing happens, and it also is a good selling point to make this character even stronger. That like Yeah, so... So this how guy, much of so oh well, I guess my question is how much of this, how much of you know the face heel face that is part of this kind of yeah, all right, know. do we want to go somewhere with this? Right, I know, I know, Aaron, you're gonna have to bolt in a minute. Um, so let's just try to get through segment number two if we can, uh, really quickly yep. as far as some other SmackDown stuff. 
I, I, you know, they've they've done this this white meat babyface thing with Lacey Evans, which is like interesting because you could have done that from the get go. Like you could have started with the white meat. She cut a Liberty thing. Belt. Bro. How many it, times did I say that that's what they should have done with her? I, I mean, mean, I, I feel like we talked I, about it's it. For a, it's hours a it's a show. weird feel because I actually find myself. I actually think this is a weird thing to say. I actually think this is worse because I think this is less character development. Like this is you are playing it's the, working. And it, that's it, the it's issue. working in the so moment. Like, this is like this is like the Rusev thing, where where we're like, okay, like this would be smarter if they did this. But we have to remember sometimes who wrestling fans are that aren't us. And no, 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 I'm the, she's actually getting over with the crowd now that they've switched to this but, dumb. But it's, but it's like, to the it's to the lowest common denominator, and I don't correct. know that that I I don't you you can only stroll out the daughter. So many times you can only Perfect. stroll out, you know, USA, USA. So many, like at some point, there's got to be some character development too. Um, yeah, they're turning Bailey into like such a dickhead. <laughs> well, like, but I mean, that's which not, is fine. Yeah, that's fine. Get I'm your fine. mom jeans. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, like, but I'm it's fine like, with that. It's, but that's it's, how you again, should go. Low blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, this, I'm, I'm fine with that for Bailey. With this, I mean, it was just fetch. Like it felt like it came straight from Glow. That promo. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. It absolutely felt like Liberty Bell. And again. It's not the end of the world in the short term. In the short term, it works. But the problem is it feels more like it's going to work to get you through this. And then you just sort of cast aside Lacey Evans after that point. And, and unfortunately, the answer might be, well, that sort of was where That's it was going anyway. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did she try to make Jarhead an insult? Oh, I didn't. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, ba- Bailey, ba- basically, it was like she tried to use it almost like a meathead. Yeah, said Jarhead. Uh, yeah. I was like, there was a couple things this week that I was like, on both shows. That was one of them. I was like, Ugh, I don't know how much we want to lean into that kind of shit. All right, <laughs> uh, and Aaron, but, uh, anything else from SmackDown? Because I want to touch on one thing with you, AEW. That Brandon and I, Brandon and I, will stick around and do segment number three. But um, anything else you want to comment on from SmackDown? Um, no. Uh, I mean, the lazy thing was the big thing I wanted to bring up, and then just you know, they gotta come up with a different ending for Baron Corbin. Because, like, the ending of SmackDown, whenever Baron Corbin is involved, which right now yeah. is 85% of the time, is the same damn ending every time. Beat up Roman Reigns yeah, with someone been, else. Yeah. yeah with, with, you know, stand tall with people or someone makes a comeback. Like, it's the same ending. Yeah, and they just alternate it week after week. You're not wrong about that. You're not, yeah. you're not wrong. Guys, but Bobby Roode is, or I'm sorry, Robert, Robert Roode, Roode is Yeah, back. show some respect. That's a good point. Um, uh, Real quick, it... it look, most people, will, this will have already, when people listen to this, most people have already seen the match, but... Should AEW really be the company that has Diamond Dallas Page Dallas and Page. Gold Dust in a tag team together? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I I don't love it. I is, really don't. Is love that it. really? There's a fine it. line between we're doing something that's that's kind of comically absurd but enjoyable yeah. versus no, this is who you're not supposed to be. Yeah, I I'm leaning. I I don't. I, I'd have to see the match just to, you know, to get Do my you? full opinion. Right now, I don't particularly love the idea of Diamond Dallas Page. By the way, the you know people have been asking me about one more match. It's like, were people really asking about one no, more match? No, nobody was. Not that I know of. I mean, I'm sure somebody <laughs> in his life was. But, like, there's been no demand for, like, God, we just need to see DDP one more time. Now, I have no doubt that DDP wanted one more match. Yeah. Um, and, frankly, when you look as good as DDP does and believe that you can do it, I, I'm not mad at him for wanting it. It's just that, like, why this? <laughs> and, and why? why? And, again, with, with QT Marshall and, like, if you want to say, all right, let's have a, a fun little match to further the feud between DDP and MJF, 
okay. Not again. Yeah, not I don't know that I love it. it but, I, but I would go a different direction. I would make it so that it was DDP and a strong tag team. Yes, that's, against that, and that's more what I'm saying. MJF and a strong DDP is the focal point. Of right. It. That he's he's the old guy. Like this, I, I, I don't want to be too critical, right? Like I'm not trying to be. And everybody knows that there's thing that nothing I hate more than just old wrestlers wrestling for the sake of wrestling. Um, but. I just specifically feel like this is the thing that AEW should be cognizant of. Like, you need to be always have your antenna up about this. Like, this isn't why we turned to AEW. If anything, right. we turned to AEW because we didn't want this. We were sick right. of Goldberg coming back and getting the opportunity, and you were the company that wasn't going to give us, hey, here's Goldberg instead of the thing that you actually want. Right. That was the yeah. idea. And I get it. This is not a pay-per-view. This is not a program. It's just a one. And in that context, it's not the end of the world. I just, the nature of doing it really jumped out at me and said, why? It, it, it has a bad feel to it. We'll see. Like, I'm not going to completely say, oh, God, this is the right. worst thing. Again, if it's a, and just, if it's a one And just move thing, on, yeah. And MJF goes over. Okay. Right. And then I'll wrap with this only because we got to talk about it last week. Where do you think they're going with the uh, the Hangman Page tease? I think it's very. I think they're going eventually a heel turn with him, which is fine. Other than you again, you had this lack of faces at the top of the card. Not that Adam Page necessarily was at the top of the card the way they wanted him to, and that to me it kind of feels like oh crap, we wanted him at the top of the card. He hasn't gotten over in that way. We need to do something to press a reset button here okay so okay All yeah right. uh aaron get your plugs in uh watch the daily line three to seven every day nbc sports radio or nbc sports tv affiliates in washington dc philly chicago or bay area and of course follow me on twitter at the aoster read my stuff in the baltimore sun all right very good brandon and i are going to stick around we will talk more about some of the stuff we haven't had a chance to get to just yet that'll be in segment number three i'm glenn he's aaron he's brandon this is jobbing out Celebrate Baltimore's dominant offensive line with the brand new Most Valuable Protectors t-shirts, which recognize how the incredible O-line has helped pave the way for an MVP quarterback. When you buy the MVP shirt, not only will you be supporting the team, you'll also be donating to the Bradley and Nikki Bozeman Foundation and their efforts to eliminate bullying in schools. Available in white and gray for just $25, the long sleeve version just $29.99. Go now to bozemanshirt.com. That's bozemanshirt.com. Buy a shirt, support your team, and help stop bullying. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Brandon Linton to wrap up the week. Uh, Brandon, you said there was something that we didn't talk about from SmackDown in segment number two that you wanted to get into. Yeah, I want to talk about uh, the development that we that we got with the Bray Wyatt Daniel Bryan situation. Um, so I we got this segment that was kind of weird uh, with uh, the um, first we got Bray. I'm trying to remember the order of of it all because there was like two or three short little segments. But we got a, a Firefly Funhouse where basically he's talking about, you know, first I wanted you to remember, then I wanted to uh, something else, and now I just want to hurt you because you're trying to take my title or whatever. 
But then we got the thing with the rabbit uh, telling Daniel Bryan there's a weakness to the fiend. And it is. And then he mur- gets murdered right. by Bray Wyatt. And then Daniel Bryan finds like the dead rabbit or whatever. And there seems to be like this look of understanding on his face. Like, I'm wondering if we're, we're fucking beating him at Royal Rumble. Because, like, that is the first tease of anything, of any kind of, like, exposure. I mean, we don't know what it is, or we have no idea where it's going. But, like, the fact that they tease this, like, he has a weakness thing. Like, they didn't do that for no reason. Like, there's that's going somewhere, I feel like. So, I just, first of all, it scares me a little bit. Because as much as I love Daniel Bryan, I don't think it's time to beat The Fiend yet. Um, I guess it all, all tell, it's all in telling how they do it. But my gut reaction is let's not do that yet um what do you think about well, that i mean i think that i think that you'd have daniel bryan beat the fiend but i think you do it at wrestlemania i mean i think that's i'm looking i, I keep coming back to this sometimes the what seems like the most obvious thing is the most obvious thing because it's the best thing you can do um and i've maintained that at this point the story that you've told, the best way to get to it is to have Daniel Bryan beat The Fiend at WrestleMania. Now, how you keep that fresh when he's had a couple of opportunities and hasn't been able to do it, I'm not sure about that. Um, Look, I still think the character development has been great, and I've enjoyed it. I think the flip side argument is the more interesting you make The Fiend, the more inclined we are to like him. Um, So it's a fine line, and I, I did think it was a good segment, but I I'm, I maintain that I, I think Daniel Bryan should beat him. I think you should have that moment, but I think it should hold off until WrestleMania because I think that's that's a WrestleMania moment. Right. So so but but they're definitely starting that that feeling of like, okay, well this is we're gonna learn something that's gonna lead him to beating him somehow, but when and how, I have no idea. So uh, I, right. I just I just hope it's not now because it's we can't do that now. Maybe if if they do this in a way that isn't cringy, that can move it forward, I'm fine with some kind of like cr- like non-ending type thing or some kind of like Daniel Bryan gets screwed type thing. But you learn maybe because if he, if the fiend just beats him, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like if if the fiend just beats him clean with nothing and the, and you don't find anything out and there's no like crack in the door as to like how you can beat the fiend. Then I don't know what we're what we're doing with all this other stuff that we're you know what I mean? I it's you. it's sort of I like what you what you always say, like why did we need to do this? Right. Thing, you know? I understand what you're saying. I completely get it. So, all right. so it'll be interesting to see where that goes. But uh you, you think know. we learned something about Brock Lesnar for wrestling? I do. Okay. Um I I don't know what you are picking up on, but I'll I'll listen. I think they are telling us in a very beginning stages kind of way who at least they're starting to tell us who should face Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania and who I think is going to end up facing Brock Lesnar and it's Drew McIntyre. I think they're starting this big face thing with him. It feels like the crowd is behind it, which is very encouraging. They're doing the three, two, one kick thing. Yeah. Um, with Drew McIntyre, you know, it's kind of funny because he's, it's like, it's almost like somebody said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We want you to be a face. Essentially. We want the people to be behind you, but we don't want you to be a face. We want you to go out and beat the shit out of no way. Jose, because the fans will like that too, even though you're a heel and he's a face, 
that's going to get over with the crowd because the crowd rolls their eyes at characters like that. So I feel like that's sort of where we got where he's making fun of, you know, the conga line and things. And, and the crowd's like laughing and cheering with this. So it's, it's a little bizarre, but it, I, it seemed to be working like he got a pretty decent pop the past couple of weeks. And I think somebody there already I think we've known for years that they've wanted him to be that guy and they just couldn't figure out how to get him there or it wasn't working or whatever. I think this might be the time. Um, uh, that they pull the trigger, and I'll tell you, like, if the alternative is Tyson Fury or Kane Velasquez, well, yeah. like, it one hundred percent should be Drew. Well, I mean, I think it's better than those scenarios. I, I am really struggling with the scenario in which I'm excited for Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar by then. Now, you you can say, hey, we've got a couple of months, but yes, I expect I, the work to be done. I, and, I mean, the, I, where they've gone with him in the past two weeks already is somewhere that I didn't expect. I mean, like, I hear you. I. I'd still at this point would just say just do Randy Orton like that. That would be my my at my at the moment. I have no problem with the answer being Randy Orton. I really don't. Um, I think Randy Orton is is in a good place right now. I think they've made his character cool again. Um, I I get that like somebody's gonna say LOL Randy Orton again, but the truth is that like I just don't feel that way at the moment. And by, by the way, I take all three of them too. Yeah, I'd I take, take all three. Of them. I the... think, but I think there's a bigger problem too, um, which is that it, if you're saying that ultimately what we're going to do is we're going to try to elevate Buddy Murphy to make it so that you can have two different credible WrestleMania matches involving Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe on one side and Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy on the other side, I'm going to struggle with that too. I think there's an odd man out in that scenario. I think you have two really strong faces and one really strong heel. And I don't know that you can get Buddy Murphy there. Now, if ultimately you're picturing there being a face tag team that ends up joining up in order to create a faction versus faction match at WrestleMania, like, uh, okay, you know, I'd listen to that, but I don't love it. And it certainly doesn't feel like what you should be doing with Kevin Owens. It's felt, it has felt all along like you should have been painting towards Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend and Kevin Owens versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. It has felt like that's been your top face versus your top heel on both shows and two main event caliber matches. I think the problem is they balk at Kevin Owens being a superstar. And if that's the the case, then I I don't know how you can... how is Drew McIntyre a better idea than Kevin Owens? If the issue it's not right, if the issue I, with Kevin I, Owens is that my he's, idea, yeah, my idea of Drew McIntyre is assuming Kevin Owens is spoken for, which I think is how I feel. Um, I feel like he's spoken for. He's he's doing what they're going to do with with I that just, whole storyline. I just I gotta you're gonna have to tell me where that's going because I I really. It's a bigger. It goes. I'm gonna go back to the same conversation we had about the Miz in in segment number two, which is the, we're trying too hard. We're trying too hard. We've got our answer. Kevin Owens is the guy. You came out yes. of an entire. He's the answer. Don't try. Well, you do remember the year that Daniel Bryan was very obviously the guy. Right. I know. It took it took a lot for them to go off of. But that Batista, wasn't Randy but again, Orton. That wasn't that wasn't Daniel for Brian Sheamus. But that wasn't like, for, that was the plan. That wasn't for Drew McIntyre. That was for fucking Batista. You know what I mean? Like that was for a well, legitimate well, we have to remember, star. Though, Drew McIntyre originally was the chosen. I, I understand son. that, he but he's not. He's not a he's superstar a, today. No, 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 no. He's no, just no. not. But, but no, 
but but they didn't think Daniel Bryan was. Is I, what I'm I, saying. I, I like, get that. What I'm saying is that to me is the re- if if your reasoning for why it's not going to be Kevin Owens is because you just don't think that he is a main WrestleMania main event superstar. Oh, I gotcha. There's no oh, Batista okay. displacing him right. out of unless they think Tyson Fury. Unless they think why or, this is or Kane Velasquez, or again, if if your answer is we're not doing it, I'm I think that's the wrong answer. But if you're not going to do it, then the answer to me is Randy Orton at that point. That you're saying Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar is a WrestleMania main event match. It is, yeah. and I'm not. People are going to shit on it, and they're wrong. I think it would be. I think right. they could not... make it really good. You've got the storyline from the SummerSlam match where Correct. you bloodied him to death. Yeah, I th- I'm not I, offended. I like that too. I'm and not I offended think, by well, that. We talked about. When we talked about this previously, I believe that's what I I said. I thought yeah, that I mean, it was going to be Orton, and it's it's and it done, they've done a good job with Randy Orton. I'm I I'd be disappointed in anything that's not Kevin Owens because that seemed to be where you should be going towards WrestleMania. But if it's not going to be Kevin Owens, I'm not going to be as angry about Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar as it feels like I should be. Like, I should be the one that steps in and says, really, you're really just going back to Randy Orton? That's really what you're doing here? But maybe it's just because you, Randy Orton is, is freshened his face routine. Um, it's just a little bit different than what we've seen. I do think him just waiting for the RKO chan is a little corny, but, like, not the end of the world. Um, and we all love the RKO, so that's fine. I, I don't know. I, I think that that right now would be the thing that I would be – would be second on my list behind what feels like the obvious answer, which would have been Kevin Owens, Brock Lesnar. But if you're just assuming at this point that Kevin Owens will be too, you know, preoccupied with whatever is going to go on, I, yeah. I'm just struggling with that. I'm just, if, if you're saying it's Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins individually at WrestleMania, okay. But if it's Kevin Owens versus Buddy Murphy and Seth Rollins versus uh, Samoa, Samoa Joe. Joe, whoa, no, 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 that doesn't work for me. Um, if you're saying it's Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy, that doesn't really work for me either. Um, and you'd have to tell me what the overall – who is it that you're including with Seth and Kevin Owens that makes it seem like it's a worthy faction versus faction match? If it's just yeah. pushing whatever two faces you find lying around in order to create – if it's Big Show and – fuck we need somebody we'll call glenn jacobs and that's your faction never i'm fucking by, never by gonna be way, okay with that guess who's showing up on smackdown oh, because week. of course he is of course he is. <laughs> um, say the other guy is other than big show yeah i mean i, I guarantee you that's the storyline he's going to be part of is the the big show or wait no, Big Show's on Raw, Raw, right? Yeah, that's on Raw. So they couldn't oh, be the same Jesus. thing. But I mean they can move they can move that guy wherever. My point being like if if you told me it was Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe and the Usos that were creating like oh, I might be willing to listen to that. You know what I mean? Like I might be willing to listen to how you're going to make that cool and make it something that's worthy of a big match at WrestleMania. But if it's Kevin Owens, Samoa Joe and you know, the B team or Kevin, o- and I'm not, it's not a knock on the B team. It's, it's just, you know, insert face no. tag team yes. or insert two I, faces that there's no reason to think these guys should be working with each other. Fuck that. I'm, you know, I'm, so here's, here's what they, here's in a perfect world. If you would get Kevin Owens into, even with what they're doing, I think you could still get Kevin Owens into the Brock Lesnar situation. Um, somehow. I mean, I know that, 
you know, well, wait, he's on Raw, yeah. So you could get Kevin Owens into the Brock Lesnar situation. I think that is your money match. And I think the way to rectify all this other stuff, and I think would be a really good story, and it would do the work of what they want, um, ultimately, which is the story they started to tell on Monday, is that you get a match before WrestleMania. Maybe it's at maybe it's at Royal Rumble. Maybe it's at Elimination Chamber. Maybe it's at one of these you know, pay-per-views. Are those the only two before WrestleMania? There might be a third one. Is there like Roadblock or something? before yeah maybe yeah so maybe you get a match that is um that is uh seth buddy murphy the aop against whoever this faction and then essentially they blame buddy murphy turn him face and he faces seth rollins at wrestlemania i think that to me is your best use of seth rollins putting you know, get putting someone like that on a big stage. I think if, you know, aside from the Kevin Owens issue, you have a Seth issue too. Like you're just throwing Seth into this middle of the card tag match. That doesn't do much for me. But if you have a middle of the card match with someone like that, that you want to build for the future and make him a real star, I think that would be a really cool way to do it. Cause like you said, this is the cult faction. Well, you know, ultimately in the cult faction, you always have the guy that realizes it's a cult. Right. 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 right? No, I understand what you're saying. Um, um, maybe the, the maybe. other. Sorry, good. I, I mean, I'd be willing to listen to it. I'd I'd be willing to listen. I, I, yeah, you know, I, I I think it's pretty clear that they're. Ah, maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, that's all. I'll say maybe. Um, the other thing, and just to just a touch back on SmackDown for two seconds because of what's coming forward, not because of what has happened already. I didn't even think about the Kane thing, but Kane coming back after being beat up by Bray Wyatt with Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt feuding is actually kind of fascinating to me to see because oh, okay. that's probably where they're going to do gonna a team hell no right? bit, which I'm all in favor of all forever. Yeah. Totally like, is he going to be possessed by the fiend and beat up Daniel? You know what I mean? Like maybe there's, or he's changed or he's, he's had, if that's the story we're telling, right. He has to have changed somehow. Well, the last time we saw Kane, him and Daniel Bryan were a tag team, right? Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Other than the spot, the little spots he showed up with the 24 seven title and things like that. Um, is there anything else on Raw? I mean, the Lana thing was what it was. Yeah, it was a yeah. Like it really is. Like you had a Rusev versus Bobby Lashley match on Raw this week. We need to really think about that. This yes. has been a major program for months upon months upon months. And, and you, you just did the match, and you and had you a, did a distraction ending. Yeah, I mean, like, I, it just what a dud. <laughs> like what a fucking dud. Um, now yeah. I get it. It's not ending. Like they're spinning this off into wherever they're going, but they're not. They're not addressing the Liv Morgan thing at all, which is even, well, like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Except that she came out and did stuff, and now but, they're doing a mixed tag. But they're not, they're, like, we, we still they're don't know. They're not out the story. We right. still don't know if Liv's crazy and just made something up to try to get attention, or if, like, Lana, like, none of this, this is supposed to be theater of the absurd, which is why this worked. It worked to do this, now make it more absurd. It feels like they're afraid of it, that they went the, the more absurd route, and then they were, like, petrified, maybe because of the reaction of Sonya Deville. I, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know why it is. They've suddenly seemed to back it off. Like, now we're just supposed to accept, well, Liv Morgan is part of this, but why is she part of this? Because if her part of this is that she made some shit up, then she's not a face. We're not rooting for her if, if she just made some crazy shit up to try to be a bitch. 
um, you backing off this has actually made it worse. So yeah, and and they didn't give it any. They didn't give it any depth. They didn't give any teeth to it. Like there was no nothing about. Like we said this last week, but I, there was no explanation of like, you know, this thing happened and this is how we came together and right. You, there was nothing. It was just like, but there's not even an ex- like it, Lana has now they're just enemies and that's it. Lana hasn't know? even accused her of making it up. Now again, this could be spinning out to whatever you're doing next, where like Lana turns on Bobby Lashley and goes like that. It could spin out to that at some point, but you've got to flush out the story, and it really does reek of. Like it was interesting. I, Bleacher Report did an interview with Sonya Deville. So Sonya Deville's tweet after the f- the first segment aired was very um, uh, vague. It was wow, my mind is blown, or something like that. Right? Like that's all it said. It didn't say she was angry. It didn't say she was disappointed. It didn't say any of those things. And Bleacher Report did an interview with her where they they asked her what what she thought about how they used it, and she wouldn't comment on it. So WWE let her do an interview after this, and she said, I won't talk about that. And it makes you wonder if WWE decided to do it, got a negative reaction from their you know, only openly gay performer, and said, ooh, let's, let's back off this a little bit. But the problem with it is that now you're left with this thing that exists and doesn't exist at the exact same time. For some reason, Liv Morgan is involved with this, and we don't really know why. We know and why, and, and, and why by the way, there's, there's a gaping hole here that we have not addressed, which is, why would she be Rusev's friend? Right. If, because that would mean that she would have been with her while she was with Rusev. Correct. All Unless that's the next step of the story, and Rusev is Rob Van Dam and WWE. Yeah, I mean, God bless him, <laughs> right? If that's the way it is. I look, man. Like, I, I want it. Just go back to the absurdity if you're going to keep doing this. But I, I can only say this so many times. And they are teasing the Bobby Lashley is like starting to get annoyed yeah, sick with of her, it or whatever, right? You know, yeah. the, the backstage segment where he's annoyed that she took the match. But there's, but there's all of these things. Why does Rusev still care, right? Like right, you've, right. you've, you've portrayed two different things. You portrayed the thing where he doesn't care anymore. He, go ahead and get married, right? Like, yeah, that's great news. But I, I don't, still want to fight you. But right, but he's still popping out of cakes and trying to fight, and still now I want another fight. I, even though I lost, I want another. F- like it. Always and then you have the added element of him changing his Twitter to say he's going to oh, be a yeah. free agent yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. Always, always with this scenario, go absurd. Always go absurd yeah. forever, and as absurd as you can get. All right. Anything else you wanted to touch on? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think I think we covered most oh, of the uh, important uh, the stuff. The Oscar I, Becky thing was great. Um, it's been yes. great. It's been awesome. It's been incredible. I think it's pretty clear that you need to have Oscar win. Um, and and sort of set see. Some- okay, let's talk about that. So I agree with you. I don't think that's the story they're telling. And I think I think we're both going to be disappointed because I think the story they're really going to end up telling is Becky overcoming her one thing. You know, all this stuff with the contract and I'm not going to sign my new contract or accept any awards until I beat Asuka. Like with all the rumors I'm hearing of of what we think the WrestleMania match is going to be, which is, you know, depending on who you talk to, Becky versus maybe um, uh, God, Shayna Baszler winning the Royal Rumble or something like that. It really scares me for what this is going to be, which is 
oh, Asuka's the tag team champion. She'll be fine. We give Becky the W. I don't think that's the story they should tell, but it's starting to feel more and more like that is the story that they're telling. Um, I mean, they've done too good a job of this. They need to have Asuka win, and they need to have Becky have to overcome Asuka again. Like, I mean, that's... It's it's too good. It's too good. It's too viable. It's too everything. Does, does Becky win the Rumble again? That would be a way to go about doing it. I wouldn't want to tell the same story. You know, I, Be- I think, Becky two Rumbles. Yeah, right. <laughs> Becky two Rumbles. Um, because you have another problem, right? Because, and that problem it, is Becky's, Charlotte, who has still not won a Rumble, correct? Right. And well, and that's not the end of the world to me because I don't know that Charlotte well, needs to Well, to them it is because they think well, she should do it. And, and they're I not wrong. It. She's the best right, wrestler but in I don't, the world. I don't but, know that Charlotte needs to win a Rumble. I think the problem more is that, like, putting Becky back in the Rumble again. Last year you could do it because Becky was the like was just an underdog. Like, she just was an underdog at that point, right? Like, so we... Right. Becky's not an underdog anymore. If she loses, she just lost. Um... I I don't think that's how you go about doing it. Now, do we have another women's title match yet for Royal Rumble? Is it Bailey and Lacey Evans? Is that what we think it's I mean, going to be? I would assume it is. I don't know if that's been announced or not. I don't know that anything's been announced for Royal. I mean, like I Well, they've announced Becky and Oscar. Right. They've announced um I mean, Bray and Daniel, uh, but Fiend and Daniel Bryan. Right. Is that it? Uh, let me pull it up real quick. So we're going to get a big dump of matches next week. Well, yeah, most likely. Um, well, I mean, no, they're only going to do. They have also. Anou- oh, yeah, they've also announced Roman and Corbin. So that's it. Yay. Yeah, that's what they got. But, of course, Roman's also in the Royal Rumble because, you know, that's because what we need. Because reasons. And Corbin's also in the Royal Rumble because exactly what we needed is. is yeah, whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to get involved. Um, whatever. Whatever. All right. Uh, that's it. That's it. Let's wrap up. Uh, Brandon, okay. what's coming up at uh, Rams Head Live? So this week we just announced Group Love. Uh, Group Love is coming back to Ramps. Well, they've never been here. They're they're coming to Ramps. We had a show, got canceled. So now they have a new record coming out. It's coming uh, May 15th, I believe, is the date of the show. Tickets are going to go on sale Friday. Um, We Take me to your best friend's house. Yeah. Everybody knows those songs, right? Yep, absolutely. Um. Yeah, so that one goes on sale Friday at 10. We also, I'm double-checking to make sure we've actually announced this. Mm, awkward. <laughs> awkward. Awkward. I get all my dates uh, confused because there's a lot of them. But So we also have a show with, uh, hold on. Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. Yes, Ty Seagal and the Freedom Band. If you don't know who this guy is, he puts out like three or four records like, every couple of years it is it, it's total like awesome loud rock music that should okay. have a bigger stage check it out um his latest album's fucking awesome um that's not till october but the tickets do go on sale this friday at 10 so october 4th on that one and um we uh have a bunch of shows coming up uh in the next couple of weeks we have the devil makes three on the 23rd um the leg warmers everybody's favorite 80s cover band is this saturday and uh, we've got lots of more announcements coming, so check out uh, check us out at Ramshead Live on Twitter, at Ramshead Live on Instagram, and RamsHeadLive.com for all of your tickets. And, of course, at Brandon Linton on Twitter as well. Uh, continue to follow at AJ Francis 410 on Twitter. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. I believe we're going to do some uh, Ring of Honor. I think we're going to have a Ring of Honor guest on next week to uh, talk about free enterprises. It's a free show they're doing at UMBC. So, uh, Are we going to go to that? 
Um, I think that it's a Saturday afternoon. I might be able to do that. I might be able let's to do that. Let's look into that. Let's let's look into that, and then let's also talk about the possibility of hanging out for the Royal Rumble this year because we haven't done that in a while. Ooh, we haven't. You're right. And that'd be cool. So let let let's talk right. about it, see if it's possible. All right. Very okay. good. For uh, Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event, vent, 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 vent. Uh, AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been jobbing out. How do we do this now? I don't know. Maybe uh, we need like a like a thing. How about a? Uh... Ah, hell, we'll just do it. NXT. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, jobbing out. Jobbing out.